On this episode of Extra Shot of Leadership, we're going to talk a little bit more about how we set goals. That's right. What's our process and what are some things we consider? Good morning, Kim. I got my coffee and my pumpkin spice creamer. <laughs> I found that in the grocery store and I am digging it this fall. It's new people. Go find it. Nice, nice. I put a little something different in my coffee for the first time in months today. And it must be the fall air just making me frisky. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got a little spice going in my coffee as well. Nice. I like it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I found this oat milk. It's oat milk pumpkin creamer. So good. So good. I'm going to be sad when it goes away. Where are you finding that? I find it at the grocery store in the like the creamer section. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I found like... it. <laughs> it's new this year. So I tried it and I can't get enough of it. Yeah, there are people like, well, duh, in the, in the creamer section. But I just, <laughs> the reason... <laughs> The reason I'm asking is because I was ordering some oat creamer stuff off of the internet because that's the only place I could find it at first. But it, now I guess it's taken off and now it's in the grocery stores. On my end cap, <laughs> right by the biscuits. <laughs> I can tell you exactly where it is. <laughs> You're like, uh, at the grocery store? <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> They're like, what's? Listen, when you live like in a little small community, they don't just have oat creamer out there on the shelves like you would at a big old grocery store. Are you in a small? You're in a small town. You can listen. Let's get on with this. What are we talking about today, Kimberly? Well, I think what was fun yesterday when we got off of our episode was we were talking about well, what about those leaders that don't have goals? Or they say, I've heard them. I've heard leaders say. I don't have goals and I don't set goals for my team because we just process widgets is kind of the way they're saying it. It's just like the work that comes in. That's what we do. Yeah. We process the work and that's the end of the day. And I'm like, mm, OK, I, I'm hearing you, but I'm going to go all in and I'm I'm calling baloney. <laughs> Throw in yeah. the baloney flag. <laughs> Throw in baloney at that one. I'm just like, mm. so you're saying to me that you your leadership, and everybody on your team. You're working with humans, and they're all perfect. They're rock solid. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm with you on this. I completely agree. There are many functions, many teams, many groups that are processing things. It's kind of a handoff. It's rote. It's very automatic. I mean, I just think of manufacturing-type jobs, and you're moving one thing to the next, or there's some sort of Yeah, it's just a process. You're managing a process. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you. I'm like, you can't make that any better. Granted, now the process might be fine-tuned, but Mm -hmm. you can't make the team better. You can't make Mm -hmm. how you manage better. You can't make the environment better. That's a struggle for me. Yeah. To me, if you are working with human beings, (laughs) there is always going to be room for improvement or growth in upskilling, in cross-training, in getting someone ready for leadership, there is going to be some opportunity, and it may not be the technical stuff. It may be behavioral stuff, something that they're not doing, something that they're doing that's driving other people on the team crazy. There is always some opportunity for growth in every person. And I think it's the leader's job to kind of 
flush that out and kind of bring that to the surface. And what are we going to do about this to make this better, to make us a better team? Yes. Yes, you're right on the money. Leaders have got to identify what are some of the areas of opportunity, weakness, how can their team get stronger? I would challenge those leaders who are leading teams right now where they're manufacturing the widgets to say, get out there, sit down, it's fall time, pull up your pumpkin spice creamer and start thinking about (laughs) what can I do? Can I do one thing? Yeah. Let's go back to goals and helping leaders determine how do you set goals. So I want to just talk about how do we do it? So Pepper, what's your process? How do you determine what your goals are going to be for the year? So what's important here is I work in a service function. My department, what I do on a day-to-day basis provides a service to the organization. And so for people who are in service organizations, the number one thing I think you have to listen to are your customers. Mm -hmm. What are your customers saying? I like to collect data on that. I do it formally and informally. Formally, you go out, you send some sort of a survey. Informally, you call people. Mm -hmm. You're walking down the hallway. Hey, how did that work? What can we tweak? So number one thing for me when I'm setting goals is what are my customers saying about the service we are providing? Are there things that we can tweak, change, start new? Is there something out there that we're not even aware of that our customers have knowledge of that now, okay, that has really given me a challenge to say, I need to go out there research that. And I need to put that as a priority, as a goal for the team in the next following year. Yeah. That's my number one go-to. That's where I start. Yes, I roll over the things from the previous year, Mm -hmm. but my ear is in tune with the customers, where they're at, what's important to them, what is going on in their business, how do we stay aligned and make sure that whatever I'm doing from a service perspective is what they need. That's good. That's some good spice. That's good fall spice right there for the goals, Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? My process is a little more granular. Once I have that information, once I have from you, this is what I'm hearing from our customers or what I've heard from customers, then I kind of go into bucketing that to like a business goals, bucketing into technical skills for my team. Uh, What are they doing? And then there's another bucket of really the behavioral bucket, the people stuff and what's going well, how are we working together? So for the business, it's what do they need and what is the difference in the demand now versus maybe what it was last year or over the last few years? Do they want the information differently? Do I have to figure out some type of different process to get them the information? And then the technical skills. So the team specifically Are their skills what we need? Do we need to develop one person, develop the whole team on a skill, cross-train people to get them upskilled and things like that? And then I dig in a little bit to those behaviors. So are we working well as a team? Are we working well with other departments? Are we playing nicely in the sandbox? Or are there things that are just kind of a rub that are not clicking very well. And we need to work on those either with an individual or with the whole team. All right. So just as a recap here, at a very, very high level, I'm going to listen to my customers Mm -hmm. and I'm going to hear what they have to say. I'm constantly thinking, taking that information in, and that's going to funnel into some sort of a list of priorities or list of goals. Mm -hmm. This whole bucketing, what are we doing? 
from a business perspective, my team, what are we offering the organization? Then it's, do I have the people that have the skill set in order to do this? And what are the skills I need in order to deliver this goal? Mm -hmm. Then it's, are my people working together? Mm -hmm. Is there any sort of behavioral component issue we need to tackle? So three very clear goals or buckets of goals that you're going to think about. That is a great framework for people to think about, hey, these are the three levers that I can kind of turn off and on for my team. Right. Now, do you do all three every year? Uh, it just depends on where the the biggest need is. It may be all in on the technical skills because we're a, a young team or something like that. But as we grow, it changes. And so there may be more focus on business and business acumen and what the business needs. Or it may be we have a team that's been together a long time and now there's just a little something going on in behaviors and attitudes. And so it really depends. It depends on the year. It's always different. All right. So you might not have something in every bucket. No, 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 no. Or you might have one bucket with more and one bucket with none. Yeah. Even in a high-performing team, high-performing teams still have, I would say, more than likely some opportunity in one of those buckets. Or pick your own buckets. What is your business? What does your area of work look like? And what are the big buckets for your type of work? That's what I would say. Okay. I hope that was helpful for other leaders. It just helps me to be able to put something down on paper and really see it kind of in an easy format. But that was really the what we focus on. So what else would you add to the conversation in helping leaders to where do they start when they're setting goals? Or what else could they do? I drill down a little bit further. So I have the very high, what is my customer saying? What am I rolling over from the previous year? I like these categories that you've given us around business, the skill set, and the people. I drill down even further, and the drill down for me is really important. This is the piece where you start to sell your goals, and you want to sell your goals. As a leader, I think you need to sell, you need to pitch, you need to drive alignment of your goals, whatever word you want to use. You want to get commitment to these goals from the entire team, two people to 12 people to 25 people to 300. And those goals, as you drill down them, let's just identify a goal. So for an example, I'm in a service organization. I've identified building relationships as important for my team. I'm going to add in a table and I'm going to fill out this table and answer a few questions. My first piece of information that I need to put into this table is define building relationships. What does that mean? Who are we building relationships with? I'm going to give some general high-level information around building relationships. Then I'm going to go down and I'm going to say, why is this important? In my mind, I have to be very clear about why is this goal something that my team needs to get thoughtful about, thinking about driving. The next question I'm going to ask is, what is the outcome we would expect? So if this is our goal in January 1, what are we expecting December 31? What does that look like? How does having strong relationships impact our function? What does that do for us? And then lastly, I know I'm giving a lot here. Lastly is how specifically, what are we all going to do in order to say, we're going to work on this goal? What are the specific actions I'm expecting people to be 
engaged in throughout the year. Does that make sense? Yes, I love it. And I love it so much. I'm like, woo wee, now I'm jazzed up because <laughs> I feel like, Pepper, this needs to be a one-pager. This needs to be a one-pager. You and I create it. We put it out on the website. We push it out to the people that we have their email address. We send that out because this is good. This is really, really good because I feel like, well, what I was doing was working for me. But now when I add your stuff and how am I going to go communicate it, the why, that's what I would keep going back to for the rest of the year, that is a good worksheet. That's a good worksheet. You got to write it down. We talked about this last time. You got to write it down, write it down. And when you start to write it down, you put these words on paper and you start looking at them, the why, and you're like, yeah, that's not a very good why. (laughs) Or, hey, that's a good why. You know, I, yeah, that's my why. That's why I am so committed to this and why I want my team thinking about this. Yes. Because it impacts our business in a positive way it ends up with more sales or it ends up with better morale or it just provides a better product to whoever I'm selling to. Yes, especially if it's going to be a heavy lift or a hard sell for the group. Man, you better have your why down pat. You better have a good one that they're going to buy into. And I also think that why is, you know, Simon Sinek always talks about the why, that it starts with the why. I completely, obviously, I agree with that. My comment here is also that why not only helps align your team and drive commitment from your team, but it also helps for you to be able to share with your next level leadership why your team should be focused on this. Yes. If you don't have that, it it kind of feels like you're just shooting in the dark. Yeah. Right. You just like, oh, you know, that I'm going to work on that. And, And this really does get clear for you and everyone around you. Okay, this is why we're going to focus on this. This is important. Yeah, that's just, I love that because that just helps you build out those slides or that spreadsheet or whatever you're pushing uphill. And it helps that leader up the hill say, woo, that leader's got a plan. I love that. So good, good, good stuff. Loved this conversation. You know me, I love a good conversation about goals. So, <laughs> <laughs> so your goals, Pepper, for the year, what have you picked out a goal for next year? I have a lot of goals for next year. Rather than work, I want to focus in on my personal goals because this is going to be the first year for me that I focus on my personal goals in the fall. I've never tried Mm -hmm. this before, Mm -hmm. but I really do want to think about my personal goals more deliberately. And I don't typically set personal goals, and last year I did, and I'm evaluating how I set my personal goals last year, and I blew it. I did not do a good job. I wasn't specific. I didn't follow this process. I can do it in my day job all day long, and I think I'm pretty good at it. But for my home, man, I was reading, you know, I I did write them down, and I was reading one of them, and I was like, well, that's pretty darn lame. It's just too general. Uh, It wasn't specific. And so when I look back at my goal, I have it here in my studio, and when I look back at it, I go, well, I didn't do a very good job there because it wasn't specific, Uh and I wasn't really serious about it. Yeah. And so I want to go back. I want to spend some time thinking about what does it mean to have the best relationship with my kids? That's the goal. And it's right here, best relationship with my kids. That's too general. I I didn't get specific. So I got to go back. I got to sit down. I got to think about it. And I got to say, what am I spending time with them doing? And when I do spend time with them, 
Where is the phone? Where are the distractions? How yes. present am I? So that's my... Are you in the room? Am I in the room? <laughs> my sister always says that. Are you in the room? I'm like, I'm in the room with my phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the room by body only and sometimes not with head and heart. And so I am going to rededicate myself to that goal in 2021, being more specific. What about you? What are you thinking about for 2021? Yeah, I again, I'm I'm the one that typically looks at the goals at the end of the year, at the beginning of the year, but I am enjoying looking at the goals right now. And I am just going to give myself some grace because I had some pretty big goals set out for 2020. And I feel pretty accomplished when I look back at the things that I have done and I've done well at. So I'm going to give myself some grace and I'm going to shrink some of those goals, like the whole reading 20 books and the memorizing 20 Bible verses. I'm pushing that into 2020 and I'm even going to shrink that because one of the goals for this year was this podcast. That was a goal for me, but I had no idea how much work it was going to be. (laughs) Can we have a day job? And then we have this. And so I'm going to cut myself a little slack and go, way to go, sister. You've done good. But what can you do between now and the end of the year with those? So I'm going to shrink those down a little bit. And then next year, the one that's already on the goal sheet is the relationships thing. So just like you with your kids, it is really about me and my friends and my family that It's been hard the last several many years that I've been traveling. Those relationships have just kind of taken a back seat for me, and it was just all about the work. And now I am am loving the relationships that I am building, and I just want more of it. And so it's really even spending more time with these people, more phone calls, more texts, just more of that is what I'm really looking forward to putting on the board. And again, it's like, how do you quantify that? Yeah. So it's how many calls am I going to make a week or a month or throughout the year? So I am going to definitely work on the quantity. What does it look like and what does good look like? It's awesome. Putting connection, putting people, our relationships first. I wonder, you know, is that odd that we have to put people on our list? Like, I wonder what people hearing that would say. Like, you have to put people first. Why would you have to put people first? That should just be an automatic. Well, people that are driven in their career can get really tunnel visioned on their career. And so it's not a bad thing. It's just that it's like, what's your priority in life? What's your first, second, and third? And the older I get, the higher the priority for the relationships and health and things that when you're younger, you just feel like you're going to live forever. And these people are always going to be here. Yeah, guilty is charged on the driven being very driven and putting career first and in the forefront. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with that. So what are you doing for the rest of the day? Well, I'm running low on my spicy coffee over here. So the first thing I'm going to go do is get another cup of this because it was really good. <laughs> and then I have got a mountain of things in front of the front door to pack into my car because I'm headed down south for a visit into the office. And I am so excited about it. It just, it jazzes me up. It energizes me to be in the office and around new people, around the people that I love to be with. And the creativity just starts flowing like crazy, even more so than it does here. So I am just looking forward to getting on the road and having a little road trip and having some audible books. Road uh, trip. Road trip. (laughs) Yeah. What about you? What are you going to do? I have a colleague who recently had a baby. And I remember the days of having a baby, a newborn in your home, 
and I'm going to make some dinner for them. I'm going to run to the grocery store. Oh, man. Come on now. Yeah, I'm going to run to the grocery store, go find something that looks delicious, can reheat, kind of that whole thing. So I'm going to go spend a, a few hours working on that. Nice. That's so sweet. Do you know what you're going to make? I think I'm going to do salmon. I'm going to do, and I don't know if it's baked or grilled, one or the other, and then root vegetables and peas and some squash, just uh, some veggies, veggies and fish. I'm going nice. I'm going healthy. What a great friend. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. And you know, anybody that's had a baby, that newborn, that's taken up time mm. and energy and you do not want to stand over the stove. So that's super sweet of you. Yeah, I'm excited about it. All right. Those of you who are listening and hanging out with us during this conversation on goals. Number one, this is it. We're not doing any more. This is all We're you get. Yeah. to a new conversation. <laughs> this is not going on for four episodes like positivity. This is it. This is all you get. So write it down because we're moving on to something else. As we move on, what I'd like to know is what's your process? If you're listening and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's basic. Well, what do you do? Share it on up. Let us know in the subject line. Put, we love it, baloney. And you can share your <laughs> process for how you set goals. What are the categories you use or what are the questions you ask yourself? We'd love to hear that. That's right. Or if you're like, you know what? This episode was pretty good and I got some people that need to hear it. So share it with your friends, share it with your colleagues, share it with other leaders. And then to find out more about us, check us out at extrashotofleadership.com. Remember to connect with us on social media. Pepper and I love to connect on social media. So connect with us out there and then hit that subscribe button. That will put us in your feed every week so we can have this chat about other topics over and over and over. Then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. <laughs>